Hello friends, we are going into chapter 8 of the book of John today. As always, let's go into our prayer before we read this word. Dear Jesus, we ask that you allow our words to reach our Father, that we may speak through you. Heavenly Father, we pray that you allow us to read this word before us and to intake all the wisdom and knowledge that it has to offer. Allow us to put this word into work in our own lives, that we may live good Christian lives. Lord, help us share this word with whoever needs to hear it. We pray that you allow us to bear the fruits of your spirit today, Lord, and just allow your Holy Spirit to be breathed into us today, that we may walk in the Holy Spirit as we go about our day. Help us to fight any battles that we have to overcome today. And Lord, just keep your protective shield around us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In my Bible on chapter 8, there is a little description that says, The earliest manuscripts and many other ancient witnesses do not have John 7.53 through 8.11. A few manuscripts include these verses wholly or in part after John 7.36 John twenty one twenty five, Luke twenty one thirty eight, or Luke twenty four fifty three. So this is actually the last verse of chapter seven. It says, "Then they all went home." They were talking about the Pharisees that had questioned the guards why they didn't bring Jesus in. So now we are on verse one of chapter eight. But Jesus went to the Mount of Olives. At dawn, he appeared again in the temple courts, where all the people gathered around him, and he sat down to teach them. The teachers of the law and the Pharisees brought in a woman caught in adultery. They made her stand before the group and said to Jesus, Teacher, this woman was caught in the act of adultery. In the law of Moses commanded us to stone such women. Now what do you say? They were using this question as a trap in order to have a basis for accusing him. But Jesus bent down and started to write on the ground with his finger. When they kept on questioning him, he straightened up and said to them, Let any one of you who is without sin be the first to throw a stone at her. Again he stooped down and wrote on the ground. At this, those who heard began to go away one at a time. The older ones first, until only Jesus was left, with the woman still standing there. Jesus straightened up and asked her, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? No one, sir, she said. Then neither do I condemn you, Jesus declared. Go now and leave your life of sin. This next section is called Dispute Over Jesus' Testimony. When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. The Pharisees challenged him. Here you are, appearing as your own witness. Your testimony is not valid. Jesus answered, Even if I testify on my own behalf, my testimony is valid, for I know where I came from and where I'm going. But you have no idea where I came from or where I'm going. You judge by human standards. I pass judgment on no one. But if I do judge, my decisions are true, because I am not alone. 
I stand with the Father who sent me. In your own law it is written that the testimony of two witnesses is true. I am the one who testifies for myself. My other witness is the Father who sent me. Then they asked him, Where is your father? You do not know me or my father, Jesus replied. If you knew me, you would know my father also. He spoke these words while teaching in the temple courts near the place where the offerings were put. Yet no one seized him, because his hour had not yet come. This next section is called Dispute Over Who Jesus Is. Once more Jesus said to them, I am going away, and you will look for me, and you will die in your sin. Where I go, you cannot come. This made the Jews ask, Will he kill himself? Is that what he says? Where I go, you cannot come? But he continued, You are from below. I am from above. You are of this world. I am not of this world. I told you that you would die in your sins. If you do not believe that I am he, you will indeed die in your sins. Who are you? they asked. Just what I have been telling you from the beginning, Jesus replied. I have much to say in judgment of you, but he who sent me is trustworthy. And what I have heard from him, I tell the world. They did not understand what he was telling them about his father. So Jesus said, When you have lifted up the Son of Man, then you will know that I am he, and that I do nothing on my own, but speak just what the Father has taught me. The one who sent me is with me. He has not left me alone, for I always do what pleases him. Even as he spoke, many believed in him. This next section is called Dispute Over Whose Children Jesus' Opponents Are. To the Jews who believed in him, Jesus said, If you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. They answered him, We are Abraham's descendants, and have never been slaves of anyone. How can you say that we shall be set free? Jesus replied, Very truly I tell you, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. Now a slave has no permanent place in the family, but a son belongs to it forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. I know that you are Abraham's descendants, yet you are looking for a way to kill me, because you have no room for my word. I am telling you what I have seen in the Father's presence, and you are doing what you have heard from your father. Abraham is our father, they answered. If you are Abraham's children, said Jesus, then you would do what Abraham did. As it is, you are looking for a way to kill me, a man who has told you the truth that I heard from God. Abraham did not do such things. You are doing the works of your own father. We are not illegitimate children, they protested. The only father we have is God himself. Jesus said to them, If God were your father, you would love me, for I have come here from God. I have not come on my own. God sent me. Why is my language not clear to you? Because you are unable to hear what I say. You belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth, for there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. Yet because I tell the truth, you do not believe me. Can any of you prove me guilty of sin? If I am telling the truth, why don't you believe me? Whoever belongs to God hears what God says. 
The reason you do not hear is that you do not belong to God. This next section is called Jesus Claims About Himself. The Jews answered him, Aren't we right in saying that you are a Samaritan and demon-possessed? I am not possessed by a demon, said Jesus, but I honor my father and you dishonor me. I am not seeking glory for myself, but there is one who seeks it, and he is the judge. Very truly, I tell you, whoever obeys my word will never see death. At this, they exclaimed, Now we know that you are demon-possessed. Abraham died, and so did the prophets. Yet you say that whoever obeys your word will never taste death. Are you greater than our father Abraham? He died, and so did the prophets. Who do you think you are? Jesus replied, If I glorify myself, my glory means nothing. My Father, whom you claim is your God, is the one who glorifies me. Though you do not know him, I know him. If I said I do not, I would be a liar like you. But I do know him, and I obey his word. Your father Abraham rejoiced at the thought of seeing my day. He saw it and was glad. You are not yet fifty years old, they said to him, and you have seen Abraham? Very truly, I tell you, Jesus answered, before Abraham was born, I am. At this, they picked up stones to stone him, but Jesus hid himself, slipping away from the temple grounds. So that is the end of chapter 8. Did you guys pick up on that one verse, the one that I painted in my painting? If you heard my first episode, there was a verse stuck in my head for a while, and it was from chapter 8, verse 7, let he who is without sin cast the first stone. So that's pretty cool. I don't know if you guys believe in hearing from God, but that is something that I have been struggling with a little bit lately. And it's kind of funny that he actually says it in this verse. Uh, let me see what verse was it. So it's verse 47. He says, whoever belongs to God hears what God says. So I've been struggling because I feel like I hear him. But then sometimes I will second guess it. Like maybe I'm just making it up. So I've been praying for discernment to know when the enemy is trying to lead me astray and when it's actually God speaking to me. As you guys know, I have a daily devotional that I do. And as I was getting ready to do my daily devotional, I was thinking to myself, I finished the book of Luke, so now which, which book should I do next? And I was going to get on TikTok and see some suggestions. And then I told myself, just let God tell you what you need to read. So I opened up my daily devotional and at the top of it, it says, discern what I am saying to you through natural things. So it says, I will speak to you through the natural things around you, the people, the places, the things, and the circumstances. But be careful not to see every shifting wind as a prophetic instruction. As for your fellowship with me, you will learn to discern what I am saying to you through people, places, things, and circumstances, and also to know when something is trying to lead you away from my heart. Believe me, when I speak, you will know it. When you are unsure, ask me. I'm trying not to hide truth from you, but to reveal it. So then the first 
verse that they give in the devotional is Proverbs 2.1, just to reference where they were getting the message from. So I thought to myself, okay, God, are you telling me to start in the book of Proverbs? So after I finished reading my devotional and I put in my notes, I grabbed my Bible, and on the front of my Bible is, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to him, and he will make your path straight. And that is from Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. So then I'm like, okay, I understand, God, you are telling me to go into Proverbs. So I open up the book of Proverbs, and the top of it says purpose and theme, which it's trying to explain what this book is about. So it says, the Proverbs of Solomon, son of David, king of Israel. And the first verses say, for gaining wisdom and instruction, for understanding words of insight, for receiving instruction in prudent behavior, doing what is right and just and fair, for giving prudence to those who are simple, knowledge and discretion to the young, let the wise listen and add to their learning, and let the discerning get guidance, for understanding proverbs and parables, and sayings and riddles of the wise. And the first sentence, for gaining wisdom and instruction, really jumped out to me because I have been asking God what I need to do next in my life. And I've also been asking pretty hard for me to know when he's speaking to me. So I think this was just his confirmation, like, just pay attention and he will talk to you. That's it for today, guys. I hope that you enjoyed today's chapter and the little bit of the next chapter that I'm actually reading in my own book. Um, I appreciate y'all listening. Till next time.